How are Americans viewed in other countries? Tune into this episode to hear about our impromptu trip to an American diner in London. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. Welcome to the first season of Travel FOMO. I'm Hillary Houghton, and I'm here with my co-host, my husband, Jamin. What's up? We're victims of travel FOMO, guys. Um, FOMO, the fear of missing out. And most of that FOMO revolves around travel. So if you always find yourself planning your next big trip, then you are in the right place. This first season, we're taking you across the pond to England and Italy. So make sure to subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you're listening to stay up with all of our episodes because we want you to roll with us. That's right. We want you to get those actual notifications. And in this very first episode, we're touching down in London. Jamin, why don't you set the scene for everyone? So we went on this trip in late May. We flew out of DFW because yeah. we were living in Dallas at the time. And we left right after work and we caught a red-eye flight, an overnight flight. I think our flight left at like... 9.50 p.m. Dallas time, and we arrived the next day at like 1.30 in the afternoon, yeah. London time. That sounds right. Um, and really, it it worked out great because we, we both went to work, mm-hmm. and then we left immediately from work, went to the airport, and we're on our trip. Yeah. And we spent that travel time sleeping on... Well, you slept on the plane. I didn't... like. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's problematic for me to try to sleep on planes. That doesn't really work. But... That overnight tra- time was spent in the air, which I thought I thought was great. That really yeah. worked well and then kind of hit the ground running with that first day. We check into our Airbnb and yeah. make sure everything's squared away there. We got cleaned up. We went to dinner. We went to Hawksmoor in Seven Dials, which is a steakhouse, really cool place. Yeah. Uh, down like it was uh, the, where they set us was underground and there was a bar and like Great cocktails, really good food. The way to go, like, for your first dinner in London, I thought. Yeah, it was really nice. Did it used to be, like, a meat market or something like that? I think you're right. Yeah, it was, like, it had been, like, a butcher shop or a meat market or something like that. And It had a history of its own, which was really interesting. And, and I just love London in general, how so many of the bars and the restaurants and things, they really... Um, use their underground space well. And it's just really kind of charming and interesting to see the different places you might end up underground. And that restaurant was one of them that was really charming. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Great food, good service. Yeah. Uh, then we went to the Martha of Soho. That was the name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had a cocktail yeah. there because we were, uh, we were headed to a show and it was, it was right across the street from the Queens Theater which is where we were going. And so we ducked in there to have a cocktail. It was really cool. Like, a yeah, uh, just had really cool vibes, kind of like everything was like a, a gold or champagne color and like kind of very retro. Yeah. Like 70s classy. Like uh-huh. it was cool. Like, yeah, it was cool. And the cocktails were really great. Um, yeah. And we love cocktails. So when we say cocktails, we do mean like we've had some cocktails and we know what we like. And so um, when people do it in a creative or interesting way, we really enjoy that. And so it was definitely worth it to stop in for cocktails there. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Like the bartender was great. Um, 
Really yeah. friendly, awesome place. Yeah. I've got a really charming photo of you at the bar with your cocktail. So I might, <laughs> we might have to share that on social media. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to post that one later on. After the, after that, after we had the cocktail, we went across the street to Queen's Theater and we saw Les Mis, um, which just, for me, like, just blew my mind. Yeah. I, I had known the story, read the book, have seen it in, like, like a a smaller theater type setting, of course. Watch the the movie with the uh, Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe and all that, and really loved the story. Thought it's it's an awesome story. Liked the movie, but seeing the play there was something else, like completely different. Was just really cool. Yeah, and I had seen it before, actually there in London, but this felt like the first time for me too. And um, I don't know what that says about my memory, but um, <laughs> but it was different. It they their use of the stage movement of the stage and mm-hmm. you know and the lighting and everything they really um got really creative with it and so the stage kept rotating and as it rotated characters would rotate in and out and off and on the stage and um they did a really um great job of that it was very unique yeah if you if you haven't experienced something like that and actually being like moved by a play and the performance of of the the actors um, it was just, it was just incredible. Then right after that, we, uh, went and we went to basement state or basement state. Yes. And it was a cocktail lounge, uh, kind of an, un- another underground, um, mm-hmm. bar it was really cool. Great cocktails there too. Right. We, we hit up the cocktails really good that first night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like after the, after that plane ride, you need, you need something That's to help true. you get through. But, um, now it was like it was another great spot. But so that first, that first day, like I wouldn't have done anything different. I think mm-hmm. flying overnight and using that nighttime to to move you from one place to the other, and then I thought it was great a great way to enter the city of like get the feel of London, get to walk around a little bit, have a good dinner, have some cocktails, see a show because you're a little tired, but like seeing a show is perfect way to kind of take some things in and that really kind of wrapped up our first night yeah um why don't you tell them about the next day oh yeah okay the next day really started in an interesting way for both of us yep it started very early um we were both jolted awake by nothing other than just the pure sunlight, um, which was doesn't sound like anything at all, but the sun was shining in on our faces, and we were looking at the clock, and we, you know, we're trying to make sure like are our phones really updated with the new time zone, like. But it was said it was like five fifteen in the morning, but we just knew it had to been five fifteen in the evening. Is literally we thought we'd like slept through the whole next day. Yeah, absolutely. This it was so bright. And when you see the clock and it reads five fifteen, I was just like, we slept. We slept through an entire day. Yeah, like, we have slept a whole entire day, just gone. Yeah, just wasted a day in London <laughs> is what I thought. I was like so worried about like those precious hours that we had in London. We jump out of bed, and granted, we didn't have anywhere to be, so there were no trains to catch. There was no reservations we had to you know run to. It was just the idea of us missing out on London that just terrified us and we basically just freaked out jumped out of bed was really disoriented and um 
And at that point, like, we we actually had only been sleeping, like, what, five hours? Yeah, because we, I mean, we'd been to the show and then cocktails after and, like, walking back to our Airbnb. And so, yeah, and you had, like, you'd slept on the plane, but sleeping on the plane isn't great. I hadn't slept on the plane, so I'd been up since early Friday morning. I thought when we woke up, the way I felt, like, there's no possible way that we've only slept four hours. Right. We had to have slept 16 hours. Right. Because we were so tired. Yes. So there's no way that we had only just slept a few hours and we're jumping out of bed. And honestly, from my perspective, (laughs) I just kept looking at the sunshine going, there is no way that the sun is this bright early in the morning. I just could not fathom that. And yeah, lo and behold, it was very bright. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Well, and like once, once that happens, once you wake up, think that you've slept the whole day away, freak out and like freak out together, Mm -hmm. check your phones to make sure like, did they, did they update or is this the right time? Where are we? All (laughs) like all of those things. Like, there's no going back to sleep at that point. There's no, like, oh, well. You're wired now. False alarm. Yeah, so it's it's like, okay, well, we will um, wait four hours and Until then can... have breakfast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we, we literally did. We just stayed awake, and we went out to venture out into England bright and early yep. um, across London. Ended up in Covent Gardens, uh, which was really great. Yeah, really Really liked Covent Gardens. Um, had breakfast breakfast there. Uh, there was live music. It was yeah. kind of a big courtyard, and it's it's covered, but it's in essence outdoors. Yeah. And they set us at a little cafe table outside. I think it, there was like a string trio out there of musicians, and then uh, kind of rotating in, a lady would come and sing. And yeah. Very classical and yeah, yeah, like the weather was perfect. That's the first time that I had tea, like a proper English tea. Oh uh, yeah, was there like that morning, and it was just, um, it was just a perfect morning, like what you would want a morning to be. Yeah, where it's relaxed, you have a good breakfast. There's live music going on right and you were just really we were just really glad that we didn't like miss it (laughs) yes we're relieved that we had a day to look forward and had not slept for 18 hours and there was just tons of shopping there too i've always loved coven gardens and um but one thing that i had never experienced was the market um where it was like it was kind of like local um artists and local um employers came in with their different items. We found a guy who did um, family crust, and so mm-hmm. you could buy uh, your customized family crust to put on your wall, um, kind of like a in a plaque form. And um, that was really cool. We found your family crust in there, too, which was neat. And, yeah. Um, because your family traces back to England, and we'll talk more about that in a future episode. But, um, yeah, and then we, we went off to... Um, to Chinatown and yes. um, all kinds of different places. We had lunch in Chinatown. We we're um, I will say that London has a lot of different ethnic foods. So that is like a definite pro to London is that you can yeah. get pretty much any food from anywhere in the world and it'll be done really well. And I just love how diverse the culture is there. And so 
you know, walking, you know, through Chinatown was just, I mean, it was alive and, um, just, it just celebrated all of, um, of the Chinese culture. And I thought that was really cool. Um, the lunch, we, it was a little subpar. <laughs> we thought that, you know, we could just walk in anywhere and it'd probably be great. And that is not the case, but. Yeah. We probably should have researched a little bit more, um, before yeah. we shelled out for that, that particular buffet. Right. And I feel, I feel like we picked like the one spot that was maybe bad because, I remember looking in several other places yeah. and being like, oh, we shouldn't have gone there. That instead. looks amazing. That looks amazing. Yeah. But we made up for it with dessert because we yes. found the coolest place. And it's this place is still open. I was just looking uh, for it on Yelp. And it's a bubble wrap. Um, it's like a waffle cone place. But instead of just a waffle cone or even just a fresh waffle cone, they make you an actual waffle that looks a lot like um, bubble wrap that you would see if you were packaging up a package <laughs> to ship it to you through UPS. And so you've got like this waffle, a literal hot, soft, waffle um that they put your ice cream in and of course you know they made it all gourmet and very very cool um loved it oh my gosh loved it so much that when we eventually circled back to london to catch our flight back um we made another stop there because (laughs) i was pretty addicted at that point yeah we went out of our way to go back there to get you another another waffle cone yeah well in in my defense too um i've since then i've seen this in other countries um but or i say other countries america i've seen it in america so that's great. I can get me like a bubble waffle cone whenever I want. But um, at the time, you know, I'd never seen it and nobody else I knew had ever seen it either. So it do you feel that you're fun. responsible for bringing that trend to Pretty the Pretty much. With I mean, like I the, did post a picture on Instagram. The discourse so that you generated around that. Probably. <laughs> we, um, what else did we do? We went to Piccadilly Circus mm-hmm. and um, Trafalgar Square. I think I said that right. Yeah. And right there, there was also the National Gallery, um, which is free, by the way. And there's all kinds of amazing art in there. Yeah, I was blown away by that. Monet's, right? Was there a ton Mm -hmm. of Monet's? Yeah, like there's a a room of Rembrandt's, like Mm. several Monet's. And we only went through just a part of it because we didn't have a ton of time. Um, But, yeah, I was was blown away, especially that... you know, it was a free, it was free to go in. And so I was like, well, you know, we'll see what's in here. Right. It was really cool. It was really cool. We had no intention of actually doing it until we just happened to walk up and see it. And yeah. it was really glad that we came across it. So, yeah, that, that whole area too, it's right there, Trafalgar Square, um, really cool place with like the fountains and the big lions and mm-hmm. sort of iconic London. Um, St. Paul's Cathedral is right there. So, yeah, that's definitely a place to stop by. Um, after that, didn't we go to St. James Park, I believe? Yeah. Oh, it was so charming. Yeah. I loved that. It was really cool. The parks the parks in London were great. Yeah. Um, just walking through, they're so big, and the trees are huge. There's, it's just so well taken care of, and so many people out um, walking through and hanging out in the park was just really cool. And then we had a little bit of time, so we actually went and did tea service at, uh, was it St. Ermans? St. Ermans Hotel. And um, 
I remember it vividly because I had to go to the bathroom really bad, remember? And we were waiting <laughs> to get into the Churchill War Rooms, and I I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I was so worried about where I was going to go to the bathroom. And I finally was like, can we just go have tea somewhere? Let's go sit down and have tea somewhere. And it was That's amazing. Right. It was so enchanting. Yeah, it was really cool. And the we did the, the tea service, so they, they bring out not only the tea – but little like finger sandwiches and little cakes and things like that as well. Yeah. Really cool experience if you, especially if you haven't ever done it. Right. Um, and there was like a great place right. to do it. And it does cost a penny, you know, it costs quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, I want to say, how much was it for us? Like it was maybe like quite a bit per person, maybe $60 for both yeah, of us or think... maybe 60 per person. It was a lot. I think... I think it was 65 for both of us. Okay. Um, and then because there was there was another option, I think it was like 60 bucks a piece, but that was with champagne. You got the tea and there was champagne. I know. And, there was and I almost champagne. talked you into that. You I tried really some hard. <laughs> and I was like, we're about to pay 60 bucks for a little finger sandwich. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was way more than that, though. It was like very gourmet. You've got all these yeah. tiers of. Um, you know, cakes and um, pastries and gourmet chocolates that I, I, things that don't look edible and yet they are. Um, they just did a really good job with it. And then the whole scene in general was, if you can imagine, like an a tea room, the like most um, just charming tea room and then the way you arrive is through this grand staircase in the lobby of the hotel which is really beautiful too so yeah and and every tea they serve in its in its own kind of china and like it was it was definitely worth doing especially if you haven't ever done it like you should find a place like that if you can't go there then find a place like it and, and do tea there like the kind of the right way it's very cool and after that, we went to the Churchill War Rooms and toured that. And that that was pretty amazing, too. The That experience was just really great. It's so much more than just a museum um, because there is, like, there's a museum section where you learn a lot about Winston Churchill himself. But then you see the more or less the bunkers that he and the rest of the commanders of of England's forces operated out of during World War II. And it's all, the war ended and they kind of walked away and it's all still there. Like their desks are in place. There's still pins on the map and things like that. And you get just real quick. It reminds me so much. A lot of people can relate to this because it's a lot like returning to your office after COVID-19 where you look and you see, oh my gosh, the calendar still says March 12th, 2020, you know, or something like that. Time just stopped. Yeah. So it just, um, it's very much like a moment in time and they kept it that way, which was really like for the benefit of, of all the visitors. Yeah. And you really see how how England as a whole and all the country and all the people were really, I mean, the war was happening there. You know, London was being bombed. Liverpool was being bombed. All these places around the country, they're just so, just so wrapped up in it. Right. And you kind of forget that when you're thinking about history. You forget that, like, people in London were trying to stay alive. I think it's, you know, it's been, it's been since the Civil War that, that America has had much go on 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 our soil, like you know World War II, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, 
but that also Hawaii feels so far away mm-hmm. that when you think of war as an American, you think of like we send our troops and, somewhere else, right? And it's right. a big deal, and we're all involved, but it's not happening here in my backyard. And yeah. you really get a sense of that with the church hall war rooms. It was um, this is incredible. You should, right. you should definitely do it. Yeah, that was a great recommendation. Um, oh, man, who recommended that to us? I feel like 20 people told me that I need to. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth it. I was going to give a shout out, but sorry. I think it might have been Ashley Hudgens. So, Ashley Hudgens, you get credit. <laughs> there we <laughs> go. <laughs> um, what else did we do? We went on a Jack the Ripper tour, um, yes. which I have always wanted to go on. And I was so happy to get to do that because nobody would ever go with me in the past because... I think I always imagined it to be like a midnight tour of London underground. And so I'm just thinking it's going to be scary. And I've always been up for that. Um, But we were doing it on a Sunday night, which Mm -hmm. meant that the it was earlier in the day. Um, And also basically in London, like at that time of year. So this was May. At that time of year, the sun is just up for eons and so (laughs) there was not a lot of you know dark creepy hours but um i yeah i've always imagined walking through like the dark wet dark wet underground tunnels of london um like a haunted house tour kind of but it really wasn't like that that this is um if if that has ever deterred you from taking a jack the ripper tour don't worry about it because it's not that creepy um we started in the daylight and the buildings actually um it was a little bit different i think i thought they would just take me back in time and i'd see all these old places where everything happened but in reality london has continued to change as it should over the years and so you're not really seeing all of those places is you're seeing new buildings where those places used to be <laughs> and that's a little bit different yeah i was i was surprised by that too i um you know on a on a tour like that i felt like it was primarily my job to watch the people that had come on the tour by themselves because there was like 20 people in the group and there were four individuals that were there and i kind of assumed that they were probably burgeoning serial killers themselves as they had like oddly specific questions. So Creepy. I just, yeah, I was just making sure that none of those people were standing behind us at any point during the tour. But it That's it hilarious. was a lot of, hey, where this building was, there used to be a street there. And that's where this body was found. And I was kind of surprised by that, too. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. Like, they would tell you about the pub where, you know, so-and-so, you know, had just been that night. And you're like, oh, I thought we were going to see the pub where (laughs) they were at. And instead, it was just a really good storyteller uh, walking you around London, which, um, you know, I've done it now. Check the box. I wouldn't do it again, for sure. Um, And I don't know that I would recommend it. But um, but the night did end very creepy because it rained and mm. we that kind of gave us like the little, you know, OK, like um, it's kind of broke everything up and we all headed our separate ways. But um, got dark and creepy and rainy, just like I hoped. <laughs> there you go. And then after after the Jack the Ripper tour, we went to try to find a place to eat and. We, the, you know, the plan had been, okay, the tour is at like 730. 
So maybe taking like an hour and then, yeah. but the tour took two hours. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like 930 and we're like, well, we're in like one of the biggest cities in the world. Like we'll just walk around and find somewhere to eat. Yeah. No big deal. But every restaurant was closed and every pub that we went to walked straight to the bar. I literally think we went in five or six different pubs and I was like, hey, is your kitchen still open? Are you still serving food? And they're like, nope. We'll kitchen closes at nine. Yeah, kitchen closes at nine. We'll get you a pint. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's great, but I'm really, <laughs> really hungry. hungry. <laughs> and so the place that was open and willing to serve food was the American Diner. <laughs> <laughs> so we How got. ironic. Yeah. We got the full American experience in London. And I have to say that I was a little bit insulted. <laughs> By the way that they view America. So we walk in. There's fuzzy dice hanging around. There's uh, photos of like muffler shops in New Mexico, like on the walls. And you just you walk in and you're like, oh, no, this place. And you can just tell like there's some some younger kids in there that have come in to like have the American experience and you're just like, I, I really want to tell all of you that this is not what America is like. I also am really hungry. So I'm just going to sit down and order food. I think I ordered a burger and maybe you ordered like a hot dog or something like that. Yeah, Something really basic. I was like, there's, this will be fine. It'll be fine. This is like, I'll order the most American thing at this American restaurant and I'll know it'll be Good. Right. You're going on trend, right? And terrible. <laughs> I was about to see what you were going to say just then. Yeah. It was yeah. Uh, It was not great. It was horrible. I ordered a beer and they brought me a glass of ice to go with my beer because I'm an American and I guess we put ice in everything. Yeah. Um, and if I remember my hot dog well, I believe it was boiled, which is like... Maybe yeah. not like, I guess maybe, I guess that is a thing in some parts of America, but. From the looks of it, I think it had been boiled in Chicago and then sent to London <laughs> in some kind of mail to have to look around and kind of eat a little humble pie alongside a bad burger <laughs> to go like, oh, America has a reputation that's maybe not that awesome. Right. Yeah. This is what, this is all the things that identify us. How <laughs> interesting is that? I really want to tell you about this great new thing that I found. Every time I bring it on a trip, I am so glad that I did. It saves me money, it makes life easier, and I'm honestly, I'm better looking because of it. The only problem is I haven't found it yet. So if your product can make our lives better, let's talk because we want to know and we want to share. We came back to London at the end of our trip. Yeah, we did. And um, we went several different places. So just a little sneak peek at some of the other episodes you guys are going to hear. We did Bath. We went to Houghton Tower. We went to Lancaster, um, Milan, and Rome. Mm-hmm. And, and then Vatican made our City. way. in Vatican City, yeah. And then made our way back to um, London. One of the first things that 
we decided to do was um, head to our Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Um, We still had our luggage. We couldn't quite check in, but we were in the neighborhood, which was Kensington area, right? Yes, yeah. And um, we had a really cool Airbnb, too, because it's just like in Mary Poppins with all, like, the the white houses that are, like, back to back to back with the um, black wrought wrought iron gates and everything. Super charming. It's very cool. Um, But while we were waiting to get into the Airbnb, we decided to hit up a pub. And this was so fun. We um, found one called the Churchill Arms. Yes. Right? Yeah. And um, it was really cool. It was just really cool. Yeah. No, it was a it was a great spot. It was a pub that's been there for a long, long time. Yeah. And there's a church there at the top of the street on top of the hill. And so it's the Church Hill. Oh. Hmm. And but everyone thought that it was named for Winston Churchill and so they've kind of just embraced it and now like there's a big picture of Winston Churchill on the outside yeah but it's got all these do you remember like all like the flowers on the outside of it oh my gosh it's so pretty we have to post some photos of that because it is it is really hard to explain (laughs) (laughs) it really is yeah just all kinds of beautiful flowers and greenery all over the outside of this pub and um and then on the inside you could buy um this crazy mix of like you could get your beer but Mm -hmm. then you could also order some really legit thai food and there was a lady back there cooking thai food and so like in the kitchen you get thai food and at the bar you get you know yeah uh, your your beer drawn it was pretty cool yeah it was it was wild because you walk in and it's like it's an english pub yeah 100 percent and so you go to the bar and we got a couple beers i was like do you guys do food and he's like oh food's in the back and so we like walk back there and like in the back of the bar, there's another counter where like you get your Thai food yep. and everybody in there like has their beers from the bar and their Thai food from the little window in the back. And yep. that's how they roll. It was awesome. It was really cool. And I feel like everyone was eating Thai food. Like it was like people yeah. came there knowing that like you're going to want to eat the food when you come in. So yeah. It was, really it was good. so cool. We um, went to see, we kind of had a night where um, we kind of went to do different things. And so Mm. you went to some pubs. I had really wanted to go see another show. And that's kind of what spurred it on is because it was like, well, like, I really want to pay, like, some extra money, you know, to go see another musical um, theater production. But... We didn't necessarily, I, neither one of us really felt compelled that, like, you should also buy a ticket and spend all that <laughs> money going to a theater production. So so you hit up some of the pubs. I went to the production. I went to see uh, Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. which um, was hilarious. Um, I had been advised that it is a little... Um, uh, it could be very offensive for some people, um, especially religious people. I do consider myself to be a religious person. I did consider it to be offensive, but <laughs> since I'm not technically Mormon, it felt like I was able to um, embrace it a little bit more. But um, it was funny. Um, I had just heard so much about it. I kind of went to check it out. But um, we also got to hit up... Um, some of the really iconic stuff that day. Yeah. Um, or, or I guess it would have been the next day. Yeah. The next day we went to the Tower of London, which I thought I thought was really interesting. Um, really cool to get to tour that, see all about, you know, 
all the things that had happened there had been the seat of power for so long. It's been there a thousand years. Um, you also get to see the crown jewels. Oh yeah, as that part was of that. Amazing. Yeah, that was really cool. Wow. So and 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 it's so much more than just the crown jewels, which I didn't quite realize. I had seen yeah. some jewels at some point in a visit um, many years ago, but I had never seen this. And it was like you got to go inside a vault and see like all of the, um, I mean, huge gold platters. And I'm talking about like a a gold platter that it was a punch bowl, I think, and it was mm-hmm. as big as basically a bathtub yeah and um and that you know it's stuff like that that they would use to serve um at some of the different uh, royal events and yeah all the ceremonial oh stuff like just solid gold stuff jewels everywhere like swords and maces and all of these these ceremonial things that they had and was really cool and yeah. you you basically go into a massive vault yeah that is you know the size of like a hotel conference room that you then wind through to see all this stuff. Really cool. Very cool. And we also uh, saw London Bridge. Yep. Um, And Tower Bridge, both. Yeah. 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 And um, crossed that. Like it was really cool. Got some great pictures there too. And Yeah. um, And a lot of people don't know too, um, and I even forget this myself, is that um, you've got London Bridge and then you've got Tower Bridge. And Tower mm -hmm. Bridge, ironically, is the one that everyone thinks of when they think of London and, you know, the the famous bridge. It's actually called Tower Bridge and it's right there by Tower of London. So it's a really great opportunity to see both at once, um, which is, you know, um, just it's great photo. It's a great photo op. It's free. You got to go check it out while you're in London, obviously. Yeah, it's one of the have-to-dos for London. for sure. And then we went to find um, some food. (laughs) Yep. And you had been eyeing um, Scottish eggs, and you had been wanting to find a Scottish egg that was like a Scottish egg um, that was really good, and you just kept looking for the best one everywhere we went, and you found the best one in London, and you're like, okay, this is like the one of the best rated like Scottish eggs. I gotta go, gotta go find this place called Borough Market, and we were trying to find it. We we're trying to find it by the looks of it on Yelp. We we're like, oh, I think it's just a food truck. Like, how good could this be? I mean, we like food trucks, but right. you know, just like a little. Is it, is it worth like going yeah. out of your way to find? Right, yeah. and we definitely had to go out of our way from where we had been um, across London, and so um, we ended up finding our way somehow to Borough Market. And it was like a gold mine. I had never heard anybody talk about it. Um, thought it was amazing. It's just feel filled with all kinds of food trucks and local eateries and um, artists and all kinds of stuff, but mostly just food. Yeah. And but I mean everything from desserts and chocolates um, to um, I had Thai food for lunch. You had mm-hmm. your Scottish egg. It was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah. My Thai food was like amazing. I saw when we were looking through photos of the trip, I saw a photo of myself like just holding my Thai food. And I wasn't even smiling for the camera or anything. You can't even see my face. And I like had to zoom in and look at my Thai food because I was like, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was such a great place. And I was so grateful that like you have very few requests when we go places or go on vacation, you don't ask for a lot, but you were really specific about, you wanted this Scottish egg. And, um, I was just so grateful that like you had really like spoken out and said like, I want to do this. I'm going to find the best place and we're going to go. And it opened 
both of our experience up to something we wouldn't have ever done because I just love how like two people compliment each other on trips like that. And so you end up getting to do new and exciting things because and find new places and things that you wouldn't normally. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that you encouraged us to stick it out because it was <laughs> it was starting to rain. And I, w- you know, I was looking at it, I was like, well, it's a ways away. Maybe we should we should just grab like there's a place right there that serves a lot. Like we'll just go get a sandwich or something. And. And you're like, no, no, like you wanted to do this. Let, let's go ahead and do it. And so we went ahead and found it and found this really awesome, awesome spot. Like, right. like you said, like all kinds of desserts and it's in, you know, it's in this covered area. Part of it is under a bridge and the rest of it is this covered area. And it's like, there's a fresh food market in part of it and food stalls. That was amazing. And, the yeah. fresh food market. Even if you're not going to buy food and take it back to your Airbnb and make it, you should definitely wander through it because you just see the most, the coolest stuff. I mean, fresh fish and fresh squid, huge octopuses that we saw. It was crazy. Yeah, they had everything there. Anything you can think of. Yeah, black truffles, all kinds of stuff. And it was all great, like all really good. And it was one of those places where you're like, well, I came here to get this, but... There's like seven other things that I want Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) In fact, I wish we had found it um, on the first leg of the trip because we would have eaten there multiple times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. If if it hadn't been like on our last day that we found it, yeah, we definitely would have been back over and over and over again. Right. For sure. Right. And then after after that, we went to Hyde Park and um, we walked through Hyde Park. Uh, Again, another huge just gorgeous park right in london we walked through like there were uh, swans and like so there's kind of like a a pond in the middle of it this long pond that runs throughout it and i think we counted like over 75 swans yeah just it was out there like, and that was just standing in one spot I, I finally was just like we have to count these like i'm seeing so many swans and i love swans um but i see have seen so many swans just standing right in this spot i have to count them and we started to and we did count um 75 take a minute to tell people why swans are important to like why that was significant to us yeah, it's actually, um, it's a little deep, but it does mm-hmm. give people a lot of context into who we are as a couple and some of the moments that matter to us. But swans are really important to us because we actually started to have a family at one point and we um, got pregnant um gave birth to a little baby girl, Hollis mm-hmm. Olivia, and um, she, we found out within a few days that she had a genetic disorder. And yeah. um, NKH is the short term for it. And um, she lived about six days. And um, she didn't have a lot of time with us, um, but we spent a lot of time preparing for her. Right. And a lot of that time was in her nursery, and her nursery was decorated with swans. And so we see swans, and oh my goodness, you know, a million things go through our head when we see one swan let alone 75 or more (laughs) yeah yeah that like i think for us that made that day really magical just that memory of her and the significance of of seeing all those swans and especially just to kind of happen upon it 
um, that day, not not really expecting it. Yeah. Was really cool and special. Yeah, I think so. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because there are a lot of people out there listening and they may be traveling on terms that they didn't expect. Right. You know, we were traveling um, and I I think I'd always envisioned traveling with her and, you know, moments like that would be shared with her. And um and, and I think there are a lot of people out there that can relate. They may be um, spending their retirement alone and traveling alone, and they thought that they were going to do that with their spouse, and their spouse is no longer with them. Yeah. Or um, maybe, you know, life just hasn't turned out like they thought, and they're alone, and they're traveling alone. Or there's just all these different things that... Um, you know, people are still going through life. Even as we travel, it can be some of the best moments of our life, but we're still traveling with all the context and baggage right. <laughs> of who we are. We've got luggage and then we've got real luggage. <laughs> we got, you know, so, um, yeah. And it made that day perfect. It really did. Yeah, it really did. I would just advise people that like, it rained on us a little bit, right? Like it drizzled, it rained some. But I would just advise, like, don't let that hold you back and don't let it keep you indoors because it's going to do that off and on in London. And just embrace it. Bring your umbrella. Buy an umbrella if you need to. Mm-hmm. And don't let it hold you back from experiencing what you want to. We spent a lot of time in that park and it actually rained on us most of the time. And it was still, it was okay. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was, it was great. I think once you, once we decided, you know what, we're just going to stick it out. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was great. Right. Like, and it, it was so, so worth just sticking it out because the next thing that we discovered was Kensington Palace. Right. Yeah. Like it's right on the edge of the park. And so we like we get through exploring this huge park and find ourselves at Kensington Palace. And we're like, well, we're right here. Let's go up and look at it. And you can actually pay to tour it. And we did. Um, it was really cool. Like you get to learn a lot about Queen Victoria and even, you know, Kensington Palace was operations so much of like princess die was there a lot and stuff so you kind of see some of that more recent history of english royalty there and i like i thought kensington was was pretty interesting yeah it really was um and there wasn't much of a wait or anything um getting in it was um pretty easy to just make it a part of your day and um there's also like um, the flower garden, um, I don't know, if, I think it might be a rose garden that um, that Princess Diana was known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are some photos, too, where you could see some of her most famous um, clothing pieces um, designed on the wall. You could see those designs on the wall. And I thought that was really cool, too. Um, gosh, and now I'm just remembering, like, Kensington Palace, that's where um, we were walking around and, like, I mean, some of the halls were just huge. And then one of the rooms, I went up to shut the door and I was like, Jamin, look at this. And like the doorknob was like at my face, like at my head. It was such a huge door that the doorknob, I felt like a little bitty Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) Like it was crazy. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, I, I remember that, too. I, I think we do have, like, a picture of you, like, standing <laughs> next to that door just because it was so just Crazy. ridiculous, like, yeah. the way it looked. But getting to walk through, and I really liked kind of how it was set up because you could go, the parts that you were able to access, like, touring it, 
you could kind of just go at your own pace. Yeah, I And there could. wasn't a, so many places are like, you start here and you work your way through and there's people in front of you and behind you and you sort of have to move around at everyone's. This is like, well, let's go to this wing and walk around over there and let's go over here and walk around over there. And you're kind of more free to, to move about at your own place. Like you said, it wasn't crazy crowded yeah. and a lot of really cool history that I didn't really know before we went there. Right. And that night we were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to dinner. We'll go eat dinner at a pub. And then because we have a long flight tomorrow, we're going to go to a theater and watch a movie. And um, Which we both thought was brilliant. Yeah, because it was a way to rest. We had, we had looked at a theater and, you know, big comfy seats with like recliners where you put your feet up. And we'll just be able to take in a movie. We selected John Wick because that franchise is awesome. And <laughs> it like John Wick 3 was going to be the best movie uh, yet. And mm. so until 4 comes out, oh. like you just you just have to settle for 3. And so <laughs> we did. But the irony is <laughs> that... Oh, there's so much irony in this yeah. story. That we looked, and the the website for the theater where we looked, there's two versions. And I, I can't even remember the name of the theater, but let's say it's Imperial. There's like Imperial and Imperial Lux. And Imperial Lux has the great seats that recline, big leather, comfy, all of that. And Imperial is just a regular theater with kind of smallish seats. <laughs> With the not much legroom leg at all, much like an airplane that that we'll be yeah. riding on the next day for a very long time. Yes, yeah, and the story in John Wick three lacked a little bit. Um, really, you didn't like it? Well, John Wick is still really awesome, <laughs> but just like I, it was horrible. I feel like other stuff brought him down a little bit in it that was one. So bad. He'll definitely redeem himself in the next one, but. <laughs> It like you, we walk in, and the concession stand didn't have a lot to offer. No. You know, we were like, "Oh, we'll get you know, we'll get some candy and all." Not this even good really stuff. popcorn. The no. popcorn looked old too. It was like you have chocolate covered walnuts, and that's like that's all. That's it. That's a strange. You know, raisins aren't really a treat, right? Right. And ordered a coke came with no ice. And then we walk in the theater and we're like, and we're walking through, you walk down and you can hear your shoes like sticking Mm -hmm. to the floor and you're like, hmm, that means that it's not a lot of cleaning going on in here. Okay. And then you find like these really small seats and it will like, it was not at all what we had signed up for no. like and, the night before a long flight. And basically you just, your legs cramp up while you're watching this movie that's not great. And all you can think about is how you're going to be on a flight for a really, really long time sitting in that exact same position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I think I was just thinking the whole entire time we should have just eaten at dinner at that pub and stayed for a couple more beers and then just gone back to the Airbnb and gone to sleep or something. Oh, man. That, my friends, is the story of Americans in London for you. That is what we experienced. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the Travel FOMO podcast. 
Before we go, we want to know about your adventures. We talked a lot about our food experiences in London. What's the worst meal you've had while traveling? Or better yet, what's the best meal? Yeah. Post those throwback photos and tag us on social media. You'll find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, we'll post some photos and videos from our own adventures there. Uh, we've got a lot of good snapshots yeah. of London and Borough Market, so mm-hmm. we'll throw those up uh, for you to check out. Yeah, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you're listening. And you can learn more about us at TravelFOMOPodcast.com. Tune into our next adventure in England where we're going to take you just outside the city where the Londoners go to holiday. It's a place called Bath. It's so charming. I just I love it. You guys are going to love it. Um, yeah, so tune in and always remember that life is short. Wander well. <laughs>